You're listening to another episode of Carte Blanche, the podcast. All the stories you've come to love on a Sunday night, plus some extra content exclusive to the podcast. Don't forget to follow and subscribe. But for now, enjoy today's episode. Online dating has exploded. Swiping left and right is now the preferred way for many to find love and lust. But the online dating world is becoming increasingly sinister, yet another space for criminals to thrive. In today's story, we venture into this world and meet two men who have experienced it at its worst. This isn't how anyone would like a first date to end, but some do. Has finding love or a lover online become a gauntlet of brazen robberies, kidnappings, assaults, and sometimes even murder? The guy that was right next to me um, strangled me and the other guy also then approached me. They started beating me up. I started screaming. In 2019, Irish charity worker John Curran was stabbed to death in his Cape Town apartment after meeting his killer on a dating app. In the same year, an English couple were jailed for life after going on a serial killing spree, murdering more than a dozen men using the very same app. It was at that moment I literally thought I was going to be raped. Society buy into the stereotype that when they hear the word gay and a dating app, it reinforces that perception that it's all about the sex. The common denominator, the popular dating app, Grindr. With an exclusively male user base, it's become the world's largest social networking app for gay, bi and trans people to find love, friendship and more probably a hookup or a one-night stand. I mean, I work overseas, so I just, I just wanted to just connect with people again. It was nothing more than that. 25-year-old Bryce Haggard was on holiday in South Africa when he decided to blow off some steam. He spends his life traveling the world as a steward on luxury yachts, leaving little time for long-term relationships. Grinder offered a release. It was this profile that captured Bryce's attention. He called himself Travel Host. Who did you think you were talking to? I thought I was talking to a genuine person. I thought I was talking to a genuine man. What was his name? I wasn't given a name. After a few days of flirty exchanges and pictures, Travel Host suggested a hookup at his place. It looks harmless enough, an unimposing building in a corner in an obscure part of town. Exactly the kind of place you go to for a bit of fun you don't necessarily want others to find out about. Except for Bryce, what he got was far from a happy ending. It was late at night. Despite an uneasy feeling, Bryce went ahead with the date. Travel host invited him upstairs. I parked my car over here, got out of my car. And you walked in and here? And I walked in over here. 
I mean, he was fairly young, kind of a bit bolt, had a bit of tattoos, was a bit rugged, but he was kind of not too like overly fat or that. But I mean, he had a bit of body to him. So I, I mean, that's someone I was into. For all the pleasures this world offers, there is also a dark and sinister side. Once inside the apartment, they sat down on the bed and started to chat. Bryce's uneasiness growing by the second. Something felt odd. At that point, I was scared. And he had said to me, is everything okay? And I made up a story and I said, something's not right with my brother. It was at that moment when he grabbed my neck, he strangled me, and he threw me head down onto the bed. And he shouted at me, but saying, you've been hijacked, you've been kidnapped, you are going nowhere. Suddenly, they were not alone. Two more men entered the room and started beating him up. As punches flew, Bryce was badgered with death threats. It felt as if his hell would never end. They stripped him naked, took his wallet and cell phone, and demanded the login details for his banking apps. With all the shock and horror, I had myself. Every time I didn't answer them something correctly, or the minute I opened my mouth, it was a hit on the face or a beating or a punch. Within a few hours, his attackers emptied out both his South African and overseas bank accounts and drew cash at several ATMs in the area. They even searched his vehicle for anything they could sell. It would be another five hours before Bryce was finally set free by a mysterious person who entered the room. I literally raced out of there, but not crying. I literally screamed hysterically, screaming at myself, racing on the highway. After gathering his thoughts at a friend's place, Bryce headed to the police. Statements were made and charges laid. He also showed the officers where it all happened. And soon after, one of the alleged perpetrators was arrested inside the flat. The rest remain at large. The formula is simple. Date and detain, then rob and drop. What we found is that a few years ago, these guys would hijack your car take you hostage for four or five hours, withdraw whatever funds they can, and then let you go. Drop your car off at an undisclosed location, you, different location, and then we'll move on. Yaku, not his real name, works in the security industry. The sensitive nature of his work requires anonymity. It's progressed now where these guys identified these apps as a perfect opportunity to gain intel. Whatever goes on that night on your cell phone, your banking, features, all of that. They control all of it, where you have no say. And your only option is to comply. And then they would, when they're done, leave you or drop you over at the undisclosed location. The virtual dating world is one that offers endless possibilities. None of the old school awkwardness. What do we have in common? What are we going to talk about? Perhaps its most attractive feature is that from the get-go, you're talking to somebody who presumably likes you. 
Over the past decade, dating apps have changed the way we seek romantic or sexual connections. For better or for worse, dating apps have become a staple in our lives, and matchmaking is now done by algorithm. And sometimes the numbers do add up. Cindy met the man of her dreams, Kurt, on Tinder. It was love at first swipe. But even though they've been married for seven years, people still find it curious. The fact that I went on Tinder, people look at me and think, why? What was the need for it? They judge me for the fact that I was one of those that joined a dating site to find somebody. Grinder's digital debut in 2009 was a dating game changer for those seeking same-sex love and lust online. But it was Tinder that sparked the dating app revolution for everyone in 2011. Dating apps have become this generation's answer to modern love, offering millions of people instant connections and removing all those typical first date jitters with virtual blind dating. joined Grindr because it was the easiest and most well-known way to meet with other gay men within the community. David, not his real name, is a marketing executive who lives, works and plays in Johannesburg's leafy northern suburbs. He came out of the closet in 2016 and Grindr helped him meet new people. I've met my best friend on there and I've made quite a few meaningful connections off of there. So it has been known as like a safe space for the LGBT community. Or so he thought. Until David was matched with the wrong suitor. I was speaking to this person for about a month and he was very insistent on meeting at his place. I had never met anyone at their own um, place before, so it was something that I was very apprehensive about. David kept declining invitations, but a hard week at work helped him change his mind. He relented, hoping to unwind with a new friend. And he took up an invitation for a drink at the stranger's place. He started coming really close to me, but because I was so uncomfortable, I started moving more towards the other end of the couch, and he kept moving closer and closer towards me. Eventually, I tilted my head to the left, and I saw another man peering over the wall. <gasps> and as I saw that, I said, who is that? And then as I said that, the guy that was right next to me um, strangled me, and the other guy also then approached me. They started beating me up. I started screaming. Two men suffering similar fates. But as Bryce's fears grew, so did David's rage. Going on the date may have been David's unintended mistake, but it was the criminals who ended up regretting it most. He decided to fight back. Are dating apps safe? Nothing is safe or 100% safe. That doesn't exist um, in the internet. Anna Collard is a cybersecurity expert 
She warns of the often unseen dangers that lurk online. Dating apps, like any other app, you know, they're based on software that's being written by humans. Humans make mistakes, so you have vulnerabilities or bugs that creep into the software that could then allow someone who wanted to exploit that to steal the data. So obviously it's a playground for criminals as well, particularly because emotions are involved, and that's what they prey on. David resisted the beating at first, but soon realized he was outnumbered. Eventually I just started cooperating with them. They were still very aggressive at this point and then demanding about 25,000 rand in cash. That kind of cash, that time of night, impossible for many people. Like with Bryce, they demanded his cards, ATM pin numbers and mobile banking details. Then two of the suspects went into my card, took my card, withdrew funds, and basically withdrew every bit of cash that I had from my credit card, my overdraft, my home loan, everything, emptied everything out. It's a clever racket. Even when victims are broke, criminals use their contact lists to find someone they know to blackmail or extort. He was taking pictures of me and sending it to someone during the whole thing. Sometimes compromising pictures are taken or manipulated and used as a threat for ransom or blackmail, a classic game of sextortion. David was left alone, tied up on the couch. He then noticed another man exiting the stranger's house. Shockingly, both of them were being robbed at the same time in different rooms. He managed to release me and then we both made off with what we had, just our cars. For David, getting away was just the beginning. Sharon Cox is the health and support services manager at the Triangle Project, South Africa's oldest LGBTQI plus rights organization. She says dating app crimes are on the increase. When you get that call, what do you think? Not another one. Exactly. And the sad thing is there's always another one. Um, because these incidents on Grindr, for example, is fairly similar to a hate crime. The person would be targeted because they're a gay man, for example, a bisexual man, a man who has sex with a man. Are you saying that the criminals know they'll get away with it because they believe society is on their side? I am convinced that that is a big part of it. David was not satisfied with being another crime statistic. His assailants never deleted their grinder profile, making it easier for him to track their movements. Every time I'd log into Grindr, I would just have a peek to see um, how far they were. I was obviously also very anxious if they were gonna get like, near to me. So the one day I logged onto Grindr, and I noticed that they were two kilometers away. I called my detective and I told him that the suspects are in the hotel. 
David managed to pinpoint exactly where the criminals were, then duped them using someone else's profile to lure them. I then started messaging them from my fake accounts. I sent them pictures of another guy and they sent me their location with an entrance code to the hotel that they were staying at right away. It was a slam dunk. Detectives caught the criminals red-handed with yet another victim. This was in February this year. Three men were apprehended for dating app crimes, including kidnapping and assault. This was the so-called Grinder Gang, believed to be behind many of these attacks in recent years. Over the last, I would say, six to eight months, I know about four to five people that have gone through um, a similar incident. Despite the crime stats, there are a lot of unanswered questions. When we put them to Grinder, they ghosted us. But there are safety tips available on its site, as well as on most dating app services. So you won't use Grinder again? I won't be able to. Other dating apps? After all of this, I've heard that it's happened on Tinder, it's happened on most other apps. Who's to say this is actually safe enough? What would you say to people who are on dating apps who think that's where they're going to find love? Having been in the situation, I would say don't make the mistake of meeting someone at their premises, nor inviting them. Rather meet them at a coffee shop that you've been to numerous times. How are you feeling now? Standing here, knowing your life could have ended in that very room. <laughs> Sorry, man. Love them or hate them? Online dating apps have become as normal to the dating game as romantic dinners. We've put together some tips on how to stay safe online and where to seek help. That's another episode of Carte Blanche, the podcast done and dusted. Remember to follow and subscribe to our show on Spotify and all other major podcasting platforms. Have something to say? Join the conversation using hashtag Carte Blanche on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We love hearing from you.